Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Thinking about health care these days? Well, you're not alone. And seems that getting real information about the state of our medical system is tough to come by. That's why you've come to the right place with Dr. Bill, your radio MD. He's got the answers because he's a doctor. I said he's a doctor and he wants to hear from you right now. 877-969-8600. This is AM860, The Answer. And now it's time for Dr. Bill, your radio MD. Good morning, everybody. This is Dr. Bill, your radio MD. I think I'm on the air live. Are you there, Billy boy? Oh, boy. So it's all good. Yes, you sound sound as good as it's going to get. All right, man. We're having a little trouble with the controls this morning. So everybody just has to hang in there and deal with it. But I do have a wonderful guest today with me. I'm real excited about having him here. By the way, I'm Dr. Bill, your radio MD, and I'm coming on you at am860theanswer.com. That's am860theanswer.com. And we are an iHeart station. You can reach me anywhere in the world. I am worldwide at 860amtheanswer.com. So Go to the website and click Listen Live, and you'll you'll hear me. You'll have fun. Oh, boy. And you get to join the show if you want. We are interactive, and we do like to talk. I've got Dr. David Foreman with me this morning, who's a, a registered pharmacist but also a herbalist. Are you there, David? Yeah, I am. Good morning. How are you doing, Dr. Bill? Good, man. Glad you could make it this morning. This is really a, a treat for me. You know, we are all looking for the answers, aren't we, to See if we can cure ourselves. A lot of people are uh, intent on taking their health care into their own hands. And there are a lot of herbs I know that are really great and are really helpful. And I know you have investigated this widely and have talked on it. So give us a thumbnail of, of who you are and where you came from and how you got into this deal. And then we'll start talking about some specific herbs. Well, I was just going to joke with you and say, it's only an hour show. How can I possibly cover just about me? <laughs> there you go. Uh, anyway, uh, so you hit part of my background's uh, pharmacy. I went to the University of South Carolina College of Pharmacy. Uh, within two years of uh, graduating, I uh, opened my own pharmacy. Did you know very well with it. Uh, during that time of having the pharmacy, I started getting interested in in uh, initially just herbs and herbal medicine. Uh, since then, it's expanded into into natural medicine and a lot of different modalities. But back in the very beginning, it was just on herbs. And uh, when I became comfortable enough to talk about it in front of my customers, I would hold seminars after hours and teach people um, about the benefits of herbs. And, and one of the biggest focuses I've had over the years is just uh, to, to increase my knowledge, continue to learn, 
and uh, and to be able to share people what I feel is you know credible information. I don't know about you, Doctor Bill, but I get bombarded by emails every day, you know, with the next latest greatest vitamin or mineral or herb, and you know the advertising looks real good. And but as I always say, you know, appealing to my pharmacy background, show me the science, show me, prove to me that it worked in more than one person with a really cool testimony. And uh, and so now I feel like in my my career has expanded from from pharmacy to naturopathic medicine. And uh, I travel the world speaking on the topic of, of healthy lifestyle and, and complementary medicine. Uh, I guest appear on, on television programs all over the country. Matter of fact, uh, just recently uh, did a, a taped a segment for the daytime show here in the Tampa Bay area um, and a, a program on, on CBS. So, uh, and then I do radio appearances like this. And I'm, I'm very fortunate. You know, here we are. We're living in each other's backyard, basically, and uh, it's great to be a guest on your program. I like doing things uh, close to home. Uh, too often I travel, so uh, I appreciate you having me on your program today. Oh, my pleasure. So uh, yeah, I, uh, I think we talked yesterday, and you said you're in Tampa, right? You live in the Tampa Bay area? Yeah, I live, actually live in the, in the Palm Harbor area. Um, oh, good. Although one of my favorite jokes is I live on Delta <laughs> because I do, yeah. I do, I do travel an awful lot. But um, uh, but yeah, I, I live in the in the Tampa Bay area. I moved here from uh, Southern California about twelve years ago, I think. It's hard to wow. keep track of it, but um, yeah, I love it here. Mm, got a twenty, almost twenty-one year old son and a sixteen-year-old daughter. Well, good for you, man. I'm I'm happy for you. It sounds like you found your your place in life, your niche, and uh, it sounds interesting. I, you know, I'm I'm 68 years old, so you can imagine I'm getting a little bit of a prostatic problem. And I see one of your herbs here is uh, is being touted as helpful. Uh, give us a thumbnail of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, actually, it's interesting. Um, on the herb, uh, it's called Krilla. C R I L A. And I can be, I'll just go be straight up with everybody. And I, I just said earlier how I, I feel like, you know, I continue to, to learn more and more. And a little over a year ago, I was a guest, I was a guest on a, a guy's radio program uh, in LA. And afterwards he's like, Hey, have you heard of Krilla? And I, I'm like, I have not a clue what you're talking about. <laughs> and, you know, I just, and, and so, uh, you know, he sent me some information actually ended up uh, having uh, Krilla sent to me to try. Uh, I'm a 53 year old guy and I've actually had prostate issues periodically in my life. Mine actually originated from, I like to ride a bike, you know, and, uh, and that bike seat pushing on the prostate can cause inflammation. And for me, I used to say to people that I was, if you looked up prostatitis in the dictionary, there would probably be a picture of me right next to it because I had every possible symptom. Uh, but you know, and, I, and regretfully, it's something you know. You said you're 68. Regretfully, the prostate seems to play a more and more important role uh, in a man's health as we get older. And uh, you know, a lot of well, a lot not of not necessarily a good one either, David. <laughs> no, I know exactly. You know, and, and, pain and in the part, you know what? <laughs> you know, yeah, it is. Well, literally, it is a pain in that area. My, you know, um, interesting thing though, my 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 publicist is a female, you know, in her thirties. And, uh, and one day she was, we were going over the, you know, this, this topic and I, and, um, she hadn't, you know, most women honestly don't have a clue about what we men 
deal with with regards to just either bladder or prostate health or or whatever and you know like when i had and i'm i'll be real candid about myself i feel like the only way people can learn and understand you know a lot of times i think men um we you know we have the symptoms of uh with with regards to prostate health that actually could affect your bladder as well and so we have conditions that are really embarrassing i mean and so who's going to sit around and talk about hey you know that um I tend to have dribbling in, you know, in my pants and I've got to wear, I wear an extra pair of underwear or, um, you know, when I, when I have an orgasm that it's painful because I've got, you know, this issue going on or, you know, I'm, I'm not getting any sleep or, and my wife's not getting any sleep because I'm having to get up and down all night long because I feel like I have to go because I've got this added pressure and, and the, the supplement Krilla, uh, there's been, uh, it was actually reduce the inflammation, yeah. Yeah, well, and I wouldn't say it's necessarily targeting prostate health. You know, in the study, they uh, and this this herb was used by royalty um, in Asia. As a matter of fact, the, the royalty in Asia, the, the kings and emperors, uh, were really the only ones who who knew about it um, and, until recently. So this one's kind of it's been used for centuries, but the science behind it's you know not really not that old. Um, no. but yeah, I see an article from, uh, looks like 2011 in Scientia Pharmaceutica by, right. uh, an Austrian group. I think it's Crinum latifolium is the Latin name for it. Is that the plant we're talking about? It, it is. Um, and, and, but there's different parts that, 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 uh, people try to use that aren't the right parts. And so there's actually, uh, a group of scientists that, that, you know, kind of, honed this all in and uh they ended up doing a study showing that um men the men who took it um and and they really didn't have the quote diagnosis of you know a prostate condition specifically but they had all the symptoms going on and the men noticed the um that they had an improvement in prostate function uh by in 89 percent of the people which meant you know fewer trips to the bathroom less sleepless nights and um and it's interesting because um you know this is something that's it's near and dear to my heart and you know it got to the point where i couldn't write other parts of your anatomy too yeah exactly and and uh, you know and the sad thing is you know again i don't think people really know about this you know know about what's going on in a man's health because you know we're men we're you know we have this bravado uh in most cases and you know who really wants to admit those problems that go along with uh, declining prostate function, yeah. you know, or, or swelling or, and so it's, it's, it's really Actually, not it's, about much. No, it's not. But, uh, you know, probably out and say a little bit. So some folks um, who don't know the term prostatism or benign prostatic hypertrophy, the prostate gland is a gland that straddles the urethra, which is the little tube that comes out of the bladder. And uh, and men, it goes through the penis, of course. And then, you know, that's what you pee-pee with into the toilet. Women have a shorter urethra, obviously. So this gland called the prostate is involved in the uh, in producing mucus for the ejaculation uh, so that the sperm can survive. And what happens is as men get older is it, it's, its function doesn't diminish. It actually starts to grow cells abnormally, of course, if they're 
really bad cells, and those are cancer cells. That's a different story. But most of the guys will get an enlarged prostate, which will then start to squeeze down on the little tube from the bladder to the outside world that we urinate with, PP with. So the, the problem then becomes frequency and getting up at night. We call it nocturia, uh, burning, which we call dysuria, uh, ejaculatory problems. And secondarily, if you're having pain, with urination or with uh, sex, then that may very well be a prostate infection, which is more common in guys as they get older because the prostate's bigger and it's more susceptible. It's not a well uh, perfused. Uh, there's not a, a real whole lot of blood that goes through the prostate. It's not very metabolically active, so it doesn't need much, but that also makes it a nice site for bacteria to land and start getting an infection. So prostatism uh, can have some of the symptoms that David's talking about, but if you're having burning or pain or fever or dysuria, which is burning with uh, discomfort with urination, then you need to see your doctor because you may very well have a prostate infection. And if you're not yeah. satisfied with your family doctor, get a urologist that's a specialist in the uh, male genitalia. I agree, you know, and, and I think you know, and, I, and I'm really glad that you you ripped through those other other functions or uh, and or other situations. And I always encourage men, you know, I think usually unless it's broken, fallen off, or you're bleeding to death, we don't usually go to the doctor. And so, and that, that I, may I, be that, that metaphor may not work for the anatomy we're talking about <laughs> this morning. I guess that's a I guess that's a bad joke on Sunday morning too, right? <laughs> But, but it is, you know, but it is, that, I hate to say it, man, it really is that reality. And, I, you know, don't gas. It really is something, where, you know, where if you're starting to feel something that's not normal, you know, you really need to get, you know, to get checked out. And, you know, real quick, if people want to learn more about that, the Krilla, uh, uh, the website that I use is Krilla Health, C-R-I-L-A and then health.com. Um, you can learn more there. But it sounds like you, you found a, a study that, maybe based on an internet search. Uh, there's a lot of studies on, on the herb and the science and, and all that. There's some people I know that listen to your show, Dr. Bill, they're like me, they're science nerds and they want to know more. And there's some people that just are going to be cool. You know, they love the fact that we, you know, are simplifying things. Uh, and I always like to cover everybody when I guest on a show, because I know there's always people who do want to know more than just the time we have here on the show. So if you're interested, that's the website I use. Absolutely, and we're glad to uh, disseminate that with our listeners. Uh, and once you get to the website, I guess, Bill, we probably ought to post that on my uh, blog spot too, or website on the uh, on the radio station's link. So um, shoot Great. me that too, and yeah, I'll, I will. I'll, yep. I'll add that to it. Uh, and it's uh, you know, a funny thing: a patient, a guy, older guy, came in new patient last week and he said he's had no problems since he started on the krilla and i was i was really kind of surprised that there was an herb out there that actually worked because you know a lot of this stuff <laughs> the saw palmetto has never pal, palmetto has never yeah. been shown to work and yeah, a lot it, of people are throwing away tons of money on a lot of junk yeah and, and you know that was a conversation we had yesterday you know uh, for people who don't know we we did have a little uh, ten minute conversation yesterday, and that was one of the things that I, you know, I, I, I had told you is that it's very important for me that when I'm discussing a health condition, you know, I, I want to make sure that the things I talk about are known to work. 
um, because there, you know, too often I used to, I used to tell this joke to people, not really like literally a joke, but um, you know, of you know, there's these two people standing at the property line, you know, and I, I would say it's Mrs. Jones and Mrs. Smith, and Mrs. Jones is, you know, looking pretty good, and you know, Mrs. Smith says, "Wow, you're looking great. What are you doing?" And she says, "Well, I'm taking X, Y, Z." And so then Mrs. Smith's like, wow, you know, she's taking X, Y, Z. I should take it too. And not realizing that, you know, Mrs. Jones confused that she was taking X, Y, Z to make herself feel and look good, look better, where it really was ABC. And, you know, I, I want people to know, like, when I share information, it's because there's clinical information proving that it works for specific things. And that, yeah, that, that's a real problem too, because there's so much money spent on so much of this garbage and, uh, you know, it's like mega B vitamins. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm all for taking B vitamins, but, right. uh, you, you take it, you take a huge dose of B vitamin complex and then your urine turns yellow. Well, guess what that is? That's the excess B <laughs> you're not in your system is not absorbing it. So, uh, you know, you have to use some common sense when you do buy supplements and do take uh, uh, vitamins and minerals and herbal remedies and cures, and not all of them are safe either. It's a, it can be a real problem, especially for doctors who have patients on big gun medications like digoxin and Coumadin and uh, blood pressure medications. Uh, some of these herbal cures and remedies will interfere with the same chemical pathway in the liver that the medications we prescribe are uh, filtered through so it, it can alter blood levels of different types of drugs that are prescribed by physicians and cardiologists are especially worried as you know yep. so the, I agree with you 100 percent well that's great yeah so I, I and by the way it's interesting you said about that you said you had a patient uh, say that they were using Krilla and it worked relatively quick relatively quickly the study i mentioned earlier um over 150 men that were evaluated and 89 percent i said had you know experienced significant support for prostate health maintenance of their urinary function which you described all those things um that but those results were realized in uh in, within 60 days and in that's in natural, yeah and in, in natural medicine wow. in natural in natural medicine for me it's often challenging these people and so they think when you hear herbal whatever you know natural medicine or anything uh, anything along those lines um they associate that with true medicine you know drugs that people take not realizing that you know most things in the natural health world don't work you know you, you take it tomorrow today and it's you're feeling it tomorrow it, it usually is a, a a long slow steady process because it's it's supporting certain nutritional benefits to the body. And for anything in the natural health world to, to show that it works within, you know, two to three months is pretty remarkable, uh, to be honest with you. And, and so um, that's another, you know, another benefit, I guess you could say. Well, I think part of the problem is that uh, people don't understand uh, how research projects are actually set up. And there's different types of research. Uh, the, this Austrian group that looked at the uh, plant uh, that we're talking about, uh, they did it with uh, mouse cells to see what, what kinds of chemicals would be uh, released or blocked by the use of this in, these, in this cell line. And that's a laboratory experiment. Uh, that's an in vitro. That's not 
and then human beings study. That's an in the lab. There's vitro and vivo from the Latin. Uh, vivo is life, so that's us, human beings. So that would be called an in vitro study. And then there are clinical studies like you're quoting, and there's a certain thing that we call the placebo effect. So you go to the health food store, you're not feeling well, and you get some uh, kind of pills over the counter, and uh, they they say this will make you feel better, and you take it, and you may have just had a virus, and you're going to get over it anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's, so, but, it's so true, though. It is. What yeah, said, uh, or, you, or you take it and you say, well, I feel better. Well, maybe you were just a little down for the day. And, and, and in fact, some of these substances have mild stimulants in them, like yohembine or uh, caffeine. A lot of the Chinese herbs that I've studied and looked at have even had anti-inflammatory drugs like uh, indocin and butazolidine and different things. So I think you, you, you can't know for sure unless you take it to somebody who can analyze it. Right. Yeah. The uh, the term I always used to use uh, in pharmacy is they the the supplements were spiked. <laughs> you know, they yep. Yep. we spiked it with something. So and and it's sad. I mean, I father. Uh, he was he was probably the guy that I respected the most, uh, male figure in my life. And you know, he uh, he was a he was a pretty rough rough and tumble guy from Philadelphia. And and he used to say, you know, he taught me as a kid that there's, you know, there's shysters in every business, he used to tell me. And um, and it, it's true. I mean, there's always, no matter what industry we look at, there's always seems to be someone that's not telling the truth or using smoke and mirrors. Yeah, it does happen in the natural health industry. Or they don't will, know. Or they don't know, right? And I will tell people, people that the, the industry is regulated. But, you know, think of the airbag situation we had recently or we had drug companies that, you know, you know, had uh, medications that were actually causing heart issues. They knew it and they still didn't let anybody know. I mean, it happens in every industry. Um, and I think that's why one of the reasons I'm, I still do what I do, Dr. Bill, is because um, I try to help people find the things that actually do work, <laughs> you know, end of story, you know, because there's so much crap out there in every industry, not just, you know, just not, but in in the natural medicine world and in the modern medicine world, I think there's there's a lot of smoke and mirrors that get used. But uh, in this case today, what, what I'm going to share uh, uh, throughout the hours is going to be the real deal. And uh, I think it's important that people understand that the uh, uh, overwhelming majority of medications that are prescriptions and that are uh, manufactured and sold are actually uh, tested in a number of ways, and they're also brought to the to the, the public or to a group of people for research and, and use in their own bodies, our own bodies, and see the outcomes and see any side effects. And we don't have that with a lot of the herbal medicines and cures. And you say, well, I don't trust the prescription medications, or they make me feel bad. And, and there are people who do have bad reactions to medications that are prescribed by doctors. There's no doubt about that. You need to talk with your doctor. One of the big things is which is, you know, danger for cholesterol lowering. But I can't take it. I just make muscle pain. But there's newer things that are out on the market. And so there are alternatives. And we just have to, uh, we have to keep looking and struggling. But please understand that medications, for the most part, are very safe and in the hands of physicians and practitioners 
uh, are almost always prescribed appropriately. But there are mistakes, as you say, David. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I'm going to put my pharmacist hat on for a second and kind of, you know, add on to what you just said. Is that you know, when I, when I got into natural medicine, I, you know, I was kind of asked uh, by my pharmacy colleagues and a lot of the medical profession. You know, how could you possibly you know, talk about these, you know, you know, herb, and like I said, initially it was just herbs that I got into, and now it's, it's, there's so many different things out there, and, and, uh, but I never bashed modern medicine at all, uh, when it came, because there is a time and a place, if, if you came to me right now and said, you have high blood pressure, I, I know of no herb that's going to work tomorrow morning if you took it today to help to lower your blood pressure. Are there things I can, I can suggest to help you, you know, naturally, sure, but they're going to, like I just said earlier, they're going to take months and months to work. So uh, I, uh, one thing I am is I'm a realist when it comes to the to the industry of health. We'll just call it health period in that, you know, usually I can say there's probably not a condition that I can't help somebody with naturally. The thing is, though, there's so many other possible factors that, that may play a role you know, a role in the, in your outcome. And, you know, like if you're, if you have high blood pressure and, uh, you know, what's the reason for it? You know, for me, when I was in my thirties, I had it because I was super freak stressed out, you know, and, and, and I know we're going to come up on a break, so I'm going to be quiet for a second. <laughs> well, no, you're doing fine. I, I would add to that too, that, uh, there are lifestyle changes, obviously, that we can make in order to help lower blood pressure. And one of the biggest things is just to lose some weight. Uh, and you say, well, should I eat, be eating this or that? I don't think it really matters as long as you just decrease the calories. But, you know, getting people to do that, including myself, is not easy, uh, especially in a, in a society and in a world where we have tons of food everywhere. You know, it's it's a national addiction and it's not just us. We, we were recently in China and they're starting to chunk up nicely too. But, um, that, <laughs> they are. I've been, I've been there, tw- I've been there twice for uh, to speak and you're right. I mean, it's, it is, if you, you know, so many people haven't ever left our country and they don't realize that there's, you know, there's a lot of what's going on here. Every pretty much everywhere else in the world, if it's a modernized right. country, you know, uh, they're adapting or adopting to, the glut of food and the bad foods that that are available, and you're right, it does take a hell of a lot of self control, Doctor Bill. <laughs> oh my God, it does. And oh, by the way, I wanted to tell you before we go to break, and I forget. Now, I, this is for anybody who rides a bicycle, male or female. There's a bicycle seat called Spongy Wonder, S P O N G Y W O N D E R, and you can go to that website, SpongyWonder.com, and it's actually two uh, kind of half moon pads that are separated and you can adjust them for your the width of your pelvis and uh, the you get the seat uh, pads to sit or to hit right on your on that ischial tuberosity that bone that you can feel uh, yeah right right next to your butt on either side uh, yeah kind of between your butt and, and your your femur your your thigh bone and that spares the prostate because it's a, there's nothing in between. It's just a blank space. Takes a week or two to get used to it, David. But uh, it is really a wonderful thing. And I I just I will if I have to ride a bike with a regular seat, I will. But uh, and even my wife, she said it was wonderful. It spared her perineum. It's not just the inflammation of the prostate, but it's also 
pressure on the perineal nerves, which are the nerves that go to the genitalia in both right. men and women. So I think that it's important that as you change your lifestyle and, and go more natural, that you look at seats like this, that they're, they're good I agree. for you and me. I agree. Well, you know, and I think some people don't look at all the possibilities. You know, if I have an issue with, uh, like we just talked about with prostate or whatever, you know, for me, I, I switched for a while and switched to a recumbent bike. So I wasn't putting that same pressure, the pressure on that area that you're describing. And, yeah. and so it's cool to know about that seat. So they, they need to give you a commission off of that one. <laughs> well, he, he does send me seats every now and then. I, he, I have a, uh, I have a, a hotline to him. He's a guy up in uh, New Brunswick, Canada. <laughs> and, uh, I, he was supposed to come on the show one time and he forgot. So I haven't invited him back on the show, but I still push his product, and he's, <laughs> he still occasionally will send me a seat if I call him and ask him for one. Uh, but they're not cheap; they're eighty to one hundred twenty bucks. But they're they're well made, stainless steel, and cushioned, and well well padded. And I'm, I'm not trying to do an infomercial for him, but, uh, oh. but it's, I, I, it really does preserve uh, and decrease the inflammation if you're a bicycle rider. Yeah, no, I am, and and the, uh, the interesting thing is, I've tried ones with a cutout before, but I, you know, I'm glad to hear you say this one's adjustable because the other ones I've used have not been adjustable, and they're just not comfortable to me. They're not, no. you know, my my body's different than yours, <laughs> you know, and 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 that, and the well, next guy down and the next guy down, so it's cool. And we all have different pelvic widths, and yeah. women have a broader, flatter pelvis, and men have a skinnier, narrow one, so you have to be able to adjust it, but you can, and you can put it right on your seat post. Uh, if you don't know how to do that, take it to your local bicycle shop, and they'll help you. But you want to get it to hit right on the ischial tuberosities, which are the the that bone. If you put your now, don't don't everybody do this in public, but if you slide your hand behind your genitalia towards your your rectum and the perineum, there you'll feel to the left and the right a little a little bony protuberance that's right where your leg and your your pelvis meet, and that's called the ischial tuberosity. And so you adjust the seat so you're sitting on that, and that way you're not sitting on your on your sciatic nerve or something else. And you're on a hard surface with uh, with uh, some you're on a soft surface with some bone underneath. That's that's where you want to be with this. So listen, I'm we're glad you shared this. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna go take a a, a quick potty break. All this talk about the prostate's got me acting up here, guys. So we'll be back in a minute. This is Dr. Bill. I'm with David Foreman, the herbal pharmacist. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. San Antonio Fire Chief Charles Hood says the many injured survivors taken from a tractor trailer parked outside a Walmart store and the stifling Texas heat last night were suffering in varying degrees from heat stroke and dehydration. Eight people inside the truck were found dead. Officials from Britain and the EU held their first round of divorce negotiations in Brussels last week. It remains unclear, though, what Brexit will look like and when it will happen. Work on finalizing the breakup has slowed to a crawl as the scale and complexity of the challenge has become clearer to both sides. And prominent women of the BBC want the broadcaster's gender pay gap to be resolved now rather than in several years. TV personalities, including Claire Balding and Victoria Derbyshire, have written an open letter to the BBC's top management that was released today. This is SRN News. 
That's Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical, located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Full service clinic with x-ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are multilingual, well-trained, and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical, home of Can Care, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill for West Coast Radiology. Our good friends at West Coast Radiology offer convenient and comprehensive x-ray diagnostics, including open MRI, CT scan, CT PET mammography, and ultrasound. With state-of-the-art equipment and four convenient locations, you're assured of friendly, comprehensive care. Most insurance is accepted and competitive self-pay rates, plus Saturday appointments. Call West Coast Radiology at 727-771-2795. That's 727-771-2795. I'm Bill Carl. For years here at Salem Media Group, we've made it our mission to help parents across the Tampa Bay, Sarasota, Bradenton area provide a quality Christian education for their children at half off the first year's tuition. Sarasota Christian has been a great fit for our daughters. They both receive an excellent education uh, with the ability to exercise their Christian faith. Right now, when you go to ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find a wide selection of private Christian schools in your area with half off the first year's tuition. The teachers are real about their faith. You know they're praying for their kids, for other kids, for other families in the school. It's a strong faith-based Christian school. That's right. Find a great Christian school near you with half off your first year's tuition at ChristianTuitions.com. We're learning about Jesus and God and how God created the world. If finances are the only reason you're not sending your child to a private Christian school, go to ChristianTuitions.com today for half off your first year's tuition. ChristianTuitions.com. Attention all nonprofits! There is a better way to raise funds for your organization. Celebrate with your members at sea. They'll see how much you appreciate them. Travel Cats Group Travel Made Easy will customize a cruise specifically for your nonprofit with fundraising rewards built right in. Travel Cats will customize your group excursions specifically for your organization's needs and are always all-inclusive. Thank your members on a fundraising effort like no other. Call 352-277-7300. That's 352-277-7300. Partly cloudy today, a couple of showers and thunderstorms, high 86. Patchy clouds tonight, low 78. And tomorrow we'll have some sunshine with a shower, thunderstorm around, and a high of 90. Patchy clouds tomorrow night, low 79. Then we'll have partly cloudy skies on Tuesday with a shower, thunderstorm in the area, high 91. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Gigi Getz for AM860, The Answer. And we're back. This is Dr. Bill, your radio MD. We're talking with David Foreman, the herbal pharmacist who is enlightening us on the benefits of, I guess it's called naturopathic medicine, although <laughs> from what I can see from looking at the research, most of the, of the proven herbs, David, are actually uh, based in science, that there is uh, evidence that certain of the alkaloids inside of these plants will affect the immune system or the proliferation of certain cell lines like the prostate. So Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, 
I, I, you know, it's so funny. I remember one of the first questions I, I, I would get uh, back in the beginning of my, path, my, my career path change because um, I sold my pharmacy about 19 years ago, so it's been a while. Um, but was you know people would say you know would say to me well you know how can you believe in the you know herbal medicine or uh, or nat- we'll just say natural medicine you know it, you know how could that isn't that a far stretch from pharmacy and I had to remind people that a, a great majority of the medications that we have available to us now um, the, the either the chemical itself or the concept for the drug came from plants so. And, and back um, years ago, uh, in, in order to become a pharmacist, they, uh, we took a class called pharmacognosy, which was basically plant-based medicine. Um, and the reason was that a, a lot of uh, uh, the majority of our original medications came from plants. You know, uh, probably one of the most popular drugs prescribed today is digoxin, which comes from the foxglove plant. You know, and, and that's one of the most popular prescribed medications, especially anybody that's ever had con- congestive heart failure or, or an irregular heart rate. That was one of the oldest, longest-standing drugs I think we've had. Yes. It was uh, originally discovered by an English physician, I think, in the 17th century. So it's yeah. it goes back ways. Yeah, so... so so this whole thing of using, you know, herbs as a, a way of helping people with their health isn't as far stretched, I think, as a lot of us uh, think. And, you know, we, we look at Chinese medicine, you know, 5,000 plus years being used. We look at Ayurvedic medicine, which is um, uh, originated in India, uh, again, another 5,000 plus years. You know, and, and then if you want to amp things up into the today's world, um, you know, the NIH, National Institute of Health study, you know, even, you know, talks about, uh, you know, the benefits of herbal medicine. So, you know, this is not quackery and smoke and mirrors. There's there's legitimacy to it. Um, you know, I just have to remind people that in most cases, though, natural is, you know, not doesn't work as fast. Um, but it also usually doesn't come with side effects that you would often get with medications. You know, I would say if you take a medicine for X, you know, let's say I take a medication to lower my, my blood pressure, um, so it helped with my blood pressure, but I might get seven or eight other side effects that go along with it. Um, and usually when we go into the natural world, we don't end up with those, you know, that plethora of, of side effects uh, because things are in lower amounts and it is uh, working more with the body instead of just forcing the body to do something. Well, I, I, I think the problem that I have as a physician and uh, amateur scientist is how do you know the dosage from something you buy in the health food store or order online. I mean, there's, there seems to me that we need some kind of oversight. And maybe there is, and I don't know about it. But well, you, know, you know exactly what you're getting when you get Jidoxin or Lenoxin. You know exactly the, the, the dosage you're getting because it's... Uh, right. You know, it's right. Too and actually... In, in natural medicine now, though, there are, um, there are third-party agencies... Uh, probably the two most popular, um, uh, probably the most popular is um, called USP. Um, and I think there's even a couple of brands that actually advertise that they are USP certified. Uh, the other one is NSF. And then what I found, uh, and those are third-party certifications. And the other thing I find that's beneficial is when when there are um, ingredients in those products that are 
patented or trademarked or branded, um, meaning that in, in those cases, companies have spent a lot, like we'll talk, we'll go back to the Krilla thing. You know, somebody spent a lot of money in doing the research and, and getting it, you know, getting the right concentration and the right dosage for it to work. And so for me, you know, I look for, I look for ingredients out there and or companies that have spent the time and effort to make sure they're making the same product every time. But you're right. I mean, there are definitely, there are definitely products out there that, you know, they've found. I mean, it, it always seems to make the news where, where, you know, it doesn't, you know, it didn't have what the label said or it didn't have the amounts that it said or, or like you talked about earlier, things that were tainted, you know, they had things that weren't even on the label. <laughs> um, yep. And, and, and uh, you know, part of the problem is when you get something from China, at least up until recently, right. you may not, whatever the product was, be getting exactly what you thought you were getting. And, you know, you see this with lithium-ion batteries that you buy, and uh, you can see it with medications. You can see it with herbal medications. So uh, the United States, the U.S. pharmaceutical uh, oversight is helpful. But I, I've got to tell you, you probably noticed this in China, too, when, when I was there. The cab drivers wanted me to feel their pulse and tell them if they were healthy or not. And so the others <laughs> wanted me to touch the babies so that they would get my chi, that they would get my healing energy. So there, there's still a little bit behind it. They're catching up quick, no doubt about it. But we do have to be cautious that when we purchase things to make sure that they fit right oh you know and, and that goes back to what i just said about like look for those those ingredients or products or things that have have the research behind it or or branded um I, i've done a lot of uh like i said i mean it was over a year ago that i got introduced to the krilla and it wasn't until you know months later that i'm like you know what i've had prostate problems and you know and start taking something you know, for me, I always have to do my homework, my due diligence, and look into. You know, I I love when people say they have a study, um, and it's on like six people. You know, and, and to me, that's not a study. Yeah, that's not a study. Yeah, you know, I want to. And in natural medicine, we're not going to find, or herbal medicines and things like that, we're not going to find necessarily studies in the thousands like we do with a pharmaceutical drug. And the reason is, is that, you know, the, the pharmaceutical drug is is, you know, is uh, patented, it's a single entity, and, um, you know, and they're trying to use it for an actual disease state, whereas when we're talking about things in the natural health world, we're not talking about things that are treating or curing or preventing a disease. Um, we're, we're actually not even allowed to say that. We're, you know, we, we have to talk about things that support the health of, you know, this particular part of the body. Like you mentioned immune health earlier. You know, things that support the immune cell production or help the body's fight against inflammation or, um, you know, support healthy digestion so you're not constipated or whatever it is. Um, you know, these, these things we're talking about aren't drugs, so they're not, we're not going to have thousands and thousands of people getting studied. You're lucky to find studies that have hundreds in them, to be honest with you. Well, David, we need to do something and change that because you look at like Lobelia, L-O-B-E-L-I-A inflata, which is a a flower, pretty little flower. Uh, it has uh, an alkaloid called lobelane and yep. a second alkaloid called isolobelane. And this has been used, uh, it's been shown in, in 
mouse cells and cancer cell lines in the lab, not in humans yet, to interfere with the drug resistance that certain cancer cells can develop against our chemotherapy. So th this is an actual study extracted and studied alkaloid of a plant. And I know people are using this plant when they have cancer uh, as, as part of their treatment. Of course, make sure you tell your doctor that you're taking it. Yeah, but, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, but I mean, there, 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 are, there are some good biochemical pharmaceutical studies out there. We just need to maybe set up some kind of a mechanism whereby we can enlist thousands of people into clinical studies. Well, and and, um, and and you know it's interesting. You mentioned the thing about lobelia uh, and the and the cancer component of it. I'm going to tell you right now. I just learned something new. Uh, I've been a huge I've been a huge fan of that herb for uh, since actually my very beginning in, in in the natural medicine thing. So dating back to when I owned my pharmacy, um, I've been a huge fan of the herb with regards to um, uh, breathing and supporting. Uh, Relaxing the bronchioles, that same uh, chemical entity you talked about, labeline. Um, uh, you probably remember this. You, the first, the first smoking cessation product that was out there. Um, you could even uh, eventually buy it over the counter. The very first product actually was a labeline product, and um, they actually called Lobelia uh, Indian tobacco or poor man's tobacco. Uh, but I, so I'm I'm, in, I'm interested. I'm going to do more homework on what you just said about the uh, lobelia and its effects on you know on cancer cells because I've always just recommended it for help ease people's breathing, um, sort of an adjunct to people that have asthma. It's by no means a replacement for asthma medications, but I've used it to help people just you know maybe maybe not have to use as much or again. Any anything that I talk about in natural health, you need to bounce off to your healthcare provider if you're if you're under the care of. Oh yeah, absolutely. Physician. Yeah, don't just willy nilly take something you heard me say it. <laughs> you gotta you gotta discuss it with your healthcare provider because it could interact with something else you're taking that I have no idea what it is. Yeah, and you know the Indians used to smoke this as uh, asthma. Um, treatment, I guess you would call it. So yeah. it probably has some alcohol active alkaloids that do cause the little bronchial tubes, the air tubes in our lungs to relax and open up so that you can start breathing when you have asthma. It actually has, the, the, the uh, compound actually acts just uh, on the same beta cells or with a beta agonist uh, effect that um, that the, the um, some of the inhalers were using. So, and that's how, and so it actually helped to relax that smooth muscle that goes around the bronchioles, and that's what tends to tighten up when people have that allergic response, and they start getting a little shorter on breath. It's it's that those smooth muscles around the bronchioles that get tightened. The way lobelia works is it helps to relax those muscles. Um, and it's it, I don't ever recommend people smoking it anymore. That's not one of I actually uh, recommend. No, no, that's just historical data. Yeah, no, no, I understood, but I <laughs> but people but if people are listening, I'm like, well, wow, that sounds really great. Um, uh, you can buy it in uh, you can buy it in little uh, uh, tincture bottles. So the bottle will be about an ounce, and it'll have a little dropper in it. And and you can uh, I, I always recommend reading the labeling because depending on what herbal extract you get, 
you know, it may be only the dose may be only five drops. It, you know, most products it's usually around twenty, but um, you know, for, for some reason you bought a more concentrated version of it and you took twenty and it really should have been five. It's going to make you not feel so good. Uh, Lobelia can, if you get too much of it, can actually make you feel sick to your stomach, like you're going to throw up. And again, here's something natural, but if, it just like with anything, you take too much of it. Too much of a good thing isn't necessarily a good thing. So make sure you read your labels, everyone, on on what a serving size is, and and stick to that. Don't you know? My my dad was. I have to say it. He's one of the worst people. Um, you know, he was sick one time and. He was actually visiting me in Virginia, where my pharmacy was. Before he even left my house, he was just about out of the pills. And I'm like, Dad, you have a 10-day supply. It's only been four. And he said, well, you know, I figured if two were good, three would be even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, you get that. So it's so important, especially with the big gun medications that I prescribe as a, as a cardiologist that, you be very careful because some of these medicines don't kill you. People say, well, I don't want it. It's going to kill me. Well, I don't mean, you know, if you take one extra pill, you drop dead. If you start doubling and tripling up on your medications and like blood pressure medication, you're not going to be able to get up without passing out. So you have right. to take it as prescribed, and you have to double check if you have concerns. Ask your pharmacist, call the doctor's office and say, are you sure you want me to take one of these twice a day? And not three times a day, three not three times a day, twice a day. So you you have to inject common sense into the formula. Exactly. Regretfully, and, there aren't a lot of people. Regretfully, there aren't a lot of people with that anymore. <laughs> Sorry. And you know, there's no there's no difference between something that you take that you purchase over the counter in terms of uh, overdoing it or underdoing it and saying it didn't work or it made me feel terrible. You got to take it in the amounts that have been scientifically shown to work. Yeah, my my son was a uh, um, on a club baseball team here in the Tampa area, and he was a pitcher and played center field, so he threw a lot. And uh, you know, one time uh, I saw him uh, open an ibuprofen bottle and just pour a handful to take him. <laughs> you know, and oh uh, I'm like. I'm like, and I call him, dude. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, you know, I, my shoulders bothering me. I'm taking these, you know. And he said, you know, it only says to take two, and you know, I, I'm taking more because. And I said, well, well, you don't, you know, it's safe. Everybody thinks because it's over the counter, it's safe. No, nope. you, know, you can take, and it's. And I told him, I said, two negative things with that that drug you just took too much of. I said it negatively affects your kidneys, can actually cause kidney failure. Oh yeah, and it also affects your liver in a negative way. You could have liver damage as well, and I, you know, and and then you throw in, you know, if you're if people are doing that over the counter thing and they're taking a prescription medication or another over the counter medication that affects that same part of the body, um, you know, it's you know sometimes one plus one doesn't equal two. It's one plus one equals four um, yep. to cause to cause harm and damage. And you know, I think that's often. We see things over the counter and we play around with them and shouldn't. Well, it's the same thing with prescription drugs. You can get synergistic effects, which means that the effect of one drug individually and the effect of another drug individually uh, are different than when you put the two drugs together. You'll get more than the sum of the two. We call that synergism, where the two drugs will act to create a greater effect than if you had just the effects of one and the other. And so... We have to be very careful in terms of 
what we prescribe and how we explain to people. And uh, one of the biggest problems, especially in an older population like we serve here in St. Petersburg, Florida, is that it's very difficult and confusing. And so we do a lot of writing down. And my office staff is on the phone answering questions all day. We have one person that does nothing but talk with patients and explain to them how to take medications because they call back when they're confused. Yeah, and, and and Dr. Bill, I do have to say, you know, we, we only met basically yesterday, but, um, you know, I've done my homework on you, and I have to say that I hope everybody's loyal to your program because you have an excellent way that a lot of people don't have in, in explaining to people. Um, so, I, you know, I, I know we're going to run out of time soon, and I just wanted to, you know, I want to encourage people to listen to your program, even if you can't get on your radio um, you know, do what I did. Uh, you know, I can listen to past shows because um, they're archived. I, you know, you can uh, you can tune in on the internet. You know, for, if you're traveling, you can you know you you said the iHeartRadio. You can do the app. You can listen on your computer. So uh, I I do appreciate what you do, and I hope the people that listen in are, uh, understand how awesome you really are because you take time to really explain stuff in a way that people can understand instead of just pontificating in medical mumbo jumbo, which I feel like a lot of modern medicine does. You have the ability to do both. You can, you can talk medical and you can explain it in simplistic form. And that, that's a, that's a gift. And, um, I, I do appreciate what you're doing. Oh, thank you, David. You know, your, your publicist, uh, your gal up in New York, I guess is where she's from or Orlando yeah. somewhere. Any rate, she said, now, do you think Dr. Foreman will want to stay on for the whole show? I say, I said, well, I can make anything interesting. I can talk about paint drying for an hour and make it a really exciting topic. You know, I don't know if that's a gift or a curse. But <laughs> well, you know, then, then we must be related because um, I, back in the day when I, I used to do a lot of speaking all over, I mean, at universities and medical conventions and stuff, and people would call up and they'd say, you know, you know, can you do a talk on, can you do a talk for us? And I, and I would just say, just tell me about what and how long, <laughs> you know, because, <laughs> you, <got it. laughs> you know, if I have, if I have 30 minutes, okay, I'll tighten it up a little bit. If I've got an hour, you know, like you and I today, we talked yesterday, we realized that we had a lot of things that we could, we could go wherever we wanted to with today's, you know, program. And it's part of it's because, you know, that's how you are. And the other part, that's how I am. It's, you know, there we go. That's um, so yeah, we're, you're, you're made my brother from heaven. <laughs> So uh, it's been real fun talking with you, and we need to get together and see what we can do to perhaps develop some of our own products. And I'm sure that some of the folks that are listening are saying that we really would like to use more natural patent but we're concerned because we don't know how it's been uh, processed and vetted. We don't know if it's pure. We don't know if it's passed right. any significant test. Because you can sell anything over the counter, all food supplements and get away with uh, passing off any number of things. So, well, people, I, I encourage people that, you know, listen in today, you know, or, you know, they listen later. Um, uh, my website's real easy to find, herbalpharmacist.com. Okay. Uh, it's, it's educational, informational, and so if people have questions about today, anything we talked about today or other health things, I'll be glad to direct them, you know, hopefully down the right path. If I, something I don't know, I'll, I'll try to at least direct you to where I feel like you can get some good information. Absolutely. You know what? I think that probably 
the president needs you and me up there so we can explain what he means when he says some of these things <laughs> that's getting him into trouble. I, you know, I, I understand where he's going, but uh, he, I think he really has quite the formula that you and I have to be able to put right. in palatable, uh, understandable form for folks. So maybe we should send him an email and see if he needs it up there right now for a few weeks. Get the staff for now. We're getting closer to the stuff. We've got about 10 seconds, 20 seconds left. There. Thank you very much for having me on. And $100, but you get $200, 300 400 500 It's auction time, auction time, Burchard Galleries, Antiques, and Fine Arts, 